Hello and welcome to this message shared by Pastor Leia Hope sa Avedra Badoy on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. And may this encourage you during this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they will be encouraged as well. Thank you and God bless you. I will be preaching about redeeming the family. Say with me, family. You know, families, we all have one. Whether it's a biological family or an adopted family, you know, families are at the center of human relationships. We may have many relationships in the business circle, in the social circle, in, in, in work, in your school, but the most important is the family. Amen? And uh, family relationships have much imprint and influence in our lives. You know, they say that there is no joy like family joy. There is no pain like family pain. And uh, family joy is wonderful and family pain is horrible. Now, the Northwestern University made a study of the biggest regrets of people in the twilight of their lives. And, uh, you know, of the regrets of people, most of them are family-related. Let me spell out ten to you. One, I wish I hadn't worked too much and let my family and loved ones fall behind. Two, I wish I, have, I should have said I love you a lot more. Three, I wish I had stayed more connected and in touch, had more presence with my family members. Four, I wish I had married the right person. So wave tayo dyan sa mga singles. All right. Number five, I wish I had resolved conflict earlier Bury the hatchet with a family member or loved one. Six, I wish I was a better spouse, parent, or child. Seven, I wish I had served my parents and took care of them more. Eight, I wish I had taken more time to travel, go on vacation, and create priceless memories with my family. Nine, I wish I took better care of my health so I can enjoy quality moments with my family. Ten, I wish I had done more good and showed kindness to the people who mattered the most. So, you know, it's very ironic that we take our loved ones for granted. We take our family for granted. We neglect the people who truly matters the most. And then we look back and then we wish we'd done things differently. Now, the family today is under a lot of pressure, under a lot of attack. And uh, there, there are many influences that tries to break the family, divide the family, alienate family members. Understand that Satan is after the destruction of the family. And, and, and the media, the laws, the educational institution, the entertainment, 
industry, and other spheres of society, they are being used by the enemy to destroy family at an alarming rate. And so today, we see many families are ailing. Not just ailing, but failing. Many families are broken. They are damaged. They are disintegrating. And there is an outrageous attack on families today. And my family is not exempted. Your family is not exempted. And, uh, you know, every family have their share of issues and problems. And uh, let me share with you some of the challenges and problems besetting the family. Arguments and conflict. Balancing home and family. Crumbling marriages. Temptations. Divorce. Uh, no, there is no divine order in the family. Inverted roles. Physical separation. Sibling rivalries. Personality differences. Absentee parents or shall we say absentee children. Economic challenges. Ab the the, the anti-family culture and abnormal role models. And all of this we see around the family because today we live in a culture that attempts to redefine everything that God has ordained. And this is especially true with the LGBT agenda that threatens to distort the family orientation. But today, based on the word of God, Based on the authority of the word of God, this is biblical and moral truth. Let it be clear today. Firstly, God created man, male and female. Only male and female. Next, marriage is between man and woman. It's not between a man and a man and a woman and a woman. Next, God's plan and purposes for partners is to be united in the covenant of marriage, not live in. Okay. Now, in the divine order of God, the man is the head of the family. Can the wife say amen? Now, sex is to be enjoyed only, only in the context of marriage. Now, extramarital affair is morally and biblically unacceptable. I don't know what kind of families you have. There is an old saying that holds a lot of truth. It says, you can choose your friends, but you cannot choose your family. When God gave you your parents, your children, your siblings, God has no exchange policy. Your family is yours for life. And your family may be imperfect, but it's the family that you've got. And the word today exhorts us to love our families better. The purpose of the preaching today is to help us gain a heart of wisdom and love for our families. To propel us into action to restore and redeem our families for the Lord. Now listen to this. God wants to redeem your families. 
God wants to redeem your family. You see, the family is a masterpiece of God's creation. God wants to raise up families that are not just blessed, but families that are blessed to be a blessing. Now, you may ask, why are so families, so many families are ruined? So families are hurting and in pain. It is because many families have moved away from the plans and the purposes of God. Many families are not experiencing the blessing of God because of sin, disobedience, and rebellion. Now I say this again. God wants to redeem your family. However bad the situation may look right now in your family, I say to you, there is hope for your family. Amen. So, don't give up on your families. If God can restore a broken man, certainly God can restore a broken family. God is not giving up on your families, neither should we. The Lord is always for families. But the redeeming of families requires man's involvement. I'd like to share with you this morning 10 practical steps to restoring and redeeming our families. Are you ready? Number one. Follow Christ first, above everything, above your spouse, your children, and your family. You see, the basic human instinct is to put family first, to love family above all. The Word of God tells us in Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Now, this verse makes it clear that God holds the highest place in our hearts. Our greatest love, our greatest devotion must be given to God. Now, what is the logic here? By loving God more. We're going to love our family more. Why should we put God first? Because you can love your family better when you love Christ first. If you want to be a better spouse, a better parent, a better child, then this is what you should do. Love God more than your family. There is... There was a poem that's written by John Piper. And he wrote this on his son's wedding. And the poem is called, Love Her More and Love Her Less. So, John Piper begins the poem by writing to his son to love his wife more than wealth, more than sex, more than sports, more than entertainment, more than arts, and even to love his wife more than his own breath. But then he ends the poem with some powerful words to his son. And this is what he wrote. The greatest gift you can give your wife is loving God above her life. And thus, 
I bid you now to bless. Go, love her more by loving less. Amen? Shall we move to number two? Be grateful for your family. This is a basic step to redeeming families for the Lord. Take time to thank and appreciate your family. Now is the perfect time to show them just how much you appreciate them. Ephesians 5, 20 to 21, it says, Give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Listen, give thanks for everything, for everyone, and that includes the most difficult members of your family. You may have an imperfect family. Listen. But praise God, you have a family. Others have no one. You are blessed because you're a parent. No, you complain. Ay, grabe ng akong anak. Pwede lang ihatag na ni. You know, kadami mong complain about your parenting duties. Asar na asar ka sa mga anak mo. Inis na inis ka. But listen to this. You know, some people have been praying for a child. Bless na bless ka. Yung anak mo, pangarap lang yan ng ibang mag-asawa. Pero ikaw, you are blessed with a child. So love your children. They are a gift from the Lord. Amen? Alright, can we give God a clap of praise? Number three is manage your expectation. Stop expecting your family to be perfect. Yung asawa mo, yung anak mo, yung parents mo, nagkamali sila, magkakamali rin sila. So you have to deal with your, deal with your expectations because there are no perfect husbands, no perfect parents, no perfect children, no perfect families. And so you learn to live with the imperfections of life. You know, in the family, tempers may flare. You know, uh, spouses may forget significant uh, events. And uh, sometimes situations can be very frustrating. And you know, children can be very annoying. They throw fits. And, but you see, listen to this. Your spouse and your children are not perfect. But you can accept their imperfections and appreciate the good in them. Now, Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. You know, about managing expectation in marriage. Pastor Latour is the introvert type. So he's not the, the romantic type, no? So he's not the type who gives flowers, gives chocolates, prepares surprises, or write poems, or hindi siya ganun ka expressive and ganun ka demonstrative. Minsan ako pa maghagadhan, magdatehan. But that's him. And I have to learn to accept and live with that. 
I have to manage my expectation knowing that, you know, aside from that, He has other good qualities. Amen. So, alam ko, marami kang complain sa wife mo, marami kang complain sa asawa mo, sa anak mo. Alam mo, yugyugan ng imong katupad. Ing na siya, Besh, Besh, dawat-dawat lang taan ni Besh. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Alright. Now, let's go to number four. Number four is culture of forgiveness. Culture of forgiveness. Now, all families have their fair share of fights and quarrels. Kami po, we're only three in the family. But all of us have strong personalities. Latour, Leia, and Paul. And so, just like any families, you know, we argue in the car. We argue in the living room. <laughs> we argue in the bedroom. We argue on our way here to church. We're just like any family. None of us does family perfectly. No, alam nyo po sa buhay, we, we often say words and do things that offend our loved ones. Our greatest hurts will come from our families. Every now and then, we fail, we hurt, we offend that our loved ones, and not only that, we also get hurt. That's why forgiveness needs to be a culture. It has to be a culture because time and again, we, you will get offended again, you will get hurt again. So there should be no limit to your forgiveness. Hindi pwede sabihin na, oy, 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 ha? Kota ka na. Hindi na ako mag-forgive. Nakakota ka na. Now, Matthew 18, 21 says, Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I will forgive him? And the Lord answered, As, uh, as many as seven times, and the Lord answered him, yes, as many as ano. So, the, the, the thing there is there should be no limit to our forgiveness. Now, there's a story of a couple who has been married for 50 years. And so, when they celebrated their 50 years wedding anniversary with a renewal of vow, they were asked, what's the secret to your 50 years of marriage? And the couple said, as we celebrate 50 years of marriage, we're not just celebrating 50 years of romance, 50 years of sharing, 50 years of a harmony, but more than that, we are celebrating 50 years of forgiveness. 50 years of forgiveness. We need to build a culture of forgiveness in our families. You know, forgiveness is the best form of Love. It takes a strong person to say sorry and an even stronger person to say, I forgive you. So I ask you today, is there a family member that you have not yet forgiven? Is there someone in your life who perhaps need forgiveness? And I encourage you, give grace. Give forgiveness. Alright? Number five. Seek to reach out with loving arms to each family member and demonstrate your love. Love is an action word. This means that you need to love your families better. Be more demonstrative with your love. 
Romans 12, 10 says, Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. How do we love our family? Love them verbally. Words are very powerful. You know, a wife needs to hear, I love you. A mother needs to hear, I love you. A husband needs to hear, I love you. A child needs to hear, I love you. You know, when Paul was growing up, my son Paul, when he was growing up, we would tell him every day, I love you, anak. I love you, Paul. Every day. Now, he's 18 years old. And you know, every day, he tells us, Daddy, Mommy, I love you. Barbara, Mommy, love you. I love you. Mommy, I love you. Or... He always tells us he loves us, no? So it has become a, a culture. Now next is love your family physically. Physically. When was the last time you hugged your parents? When was the last time, you know, you, you gave your spouse a kiss, a cheek, or a rub in the neck? All right. Next, love them generously. Love them generously. Wag mong tipirin ang pamilya mo. Kung kaya lang naman ng bulsa mo, wag mong ipagkait anong makapagpaligaya sa kanila. Remember this, love gives. Pag-uwi mo galing sa church, yung anak mo, daddy, gusto ko ng Jollibee. Wag mo sabihin, sa ilong niya, gusto kay kambataak ka. Buy Jollibee! Pag ang wife mo naglalambing, honey, uso ngayon yung gluta grip. Hala, sige, pagpagluta, pagkaligo, gluta diya. Ang budget to, pagwapa, kaligo, gluta diya. Oh, I remember, this was just four days ago. Paul and I were sharing lunch together, just the two of us, and I did not bother to cook because I, did, I was not motivated because Pastor Latour is on a 14-day full fast, no food, absolutely no food, just water. And so, Paul and I just shared uh, 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 the, the uh, caldereta, maliit na caldereta. And then, I just got a small piece, and then I, I, uh, I intentionally gave more portion to him. And so, my son noticed that, Mommy, you eat some more. Baka magutom ka mamaya. No, anak, I'm fine with this. Okay, kusi, kusi na lang ako tong caldereta dito. And then, our talk went to the pizza. Yung pizza na bito, mami, masarap talaga yung ano, yung deep dish pizza, iba talaga. Oo nga, gusto mo ng pizza, mami, masarap magkain ng pizza, masarap yung ano, yung Chicago, ano, pizza. And then bigla nagsabi ang anak ko, mami, magplant ako ng seed sa iyo. Mag-sow ako ng pizza sa iyo. Tomorrow, you order the pizza that you like. Sabi ko, anak, Okay lang ako, anak. No, don't bother. I'm fine. I'm fine. You don't need to give me pizza. So I thought that was it. In the evening, he went inside my room with a bill. And he said, Mommy, here's the money. Go buy yourself a pizza. This is my seed for you. And I said, and we, we kind of argue. And I said, anak, you don't need to do that. Mommy has money. Because I know kasi yung money na yun, regalo yun sa kanya two weeks ago, yung birthday niya, and mayroon din siyang gustong bilihin. So, anak, keep that money, you know, keep that, you don't need to give me, uh, maawa ako sa iyo, anak, maluoy ko sa iyo, I don't know, I money, I have money, I have money, anak. And then my son told me, anami, di ba ang sabi, show no mercy. Show no mercy. Tanggapin mo ito, wag ka maawa sa akin. And so, the following day, we had this big, yummy, delicious pizza. Woo! 
Praise God. So love your family generously. And then love your family with quality time. May we never be too busy for our family. May we love them while we still have them in our lives. Pay attention to your family. Wag parating work mode. You know, kami, in our life as pastors, sometimes our life is not normal because we're just so busy. We're just, our plate is just so full. And even we're, if we are just at home, still it's work mode. And, and uh, Paul is the type, my, our son Paul is the type that uh, big deal, it's big deal for him that we eat together as a family. And so one time, I think this was like mga three months ago, I was in a one-on-one meeting on a Monday. Pastor Latour had to treat someone for a birthday. And so then that night, we had primary meeting at Gardena. And so that night, our son came to us, Mommy, when are we going to eat together? This lunchtime, I ate lunch all by myself. And last night and tonight, I also ate dinner all by myself. And you know, yung heart ko, break ang heart ko. Sabi ko pa, kumawa ng anak ko, nag-iisa lang ito. So the following day, tinay, move natin ating kilay, mamaya na yung kilay goals natin. Unahin ko muna ang anak ko. So I had a quick lunch. I brought Paul to Sumusam. We had a Japanese meal and he was so happy. You know? And so, love your family with quality time. Love them while you still have them in your life. So make time for vacations, go on road trips, you travel, you make memories together. Buhusan mo ng pagmamahal ang pamilya mo because some of them will not be there for too long. Amen? Alright, number six, fight for your families. Fight for your families. Not with your family, huh? For your family. Okay, now we must become guardians for our families. A guardian is one who protects, who shields, uh, who guards over their families. And uh, in Nehemiah 4, 13 to 14, it says, I said to the nobles, leaders, and people, do not be afraid of them. Remember, the Lord is great and awesome. Fight for your brothers, fight for your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Listen to this. Guard your children, guard your spouse, guard your relatives and your loved ones. Be a shield against them. Guard them against millions of filthy porn sites, pornographic sites in the internet. Guard them against the counterfeit music of the devil. Guard them against ungodly fashion in the secular world. Guard them against many predators and sexual offenders in the world. Keep a close watch on your family. Know where they are, what they're doing, what they're watching, who their friends are. Don't be afraid to ask questions, to correct them when necessary. Set healthy boundaries. Amen? And fight for your family. Fight against the thought of separation. Against the thought of divorce, of depression, and rebellion. It is important that you fight for the ones that you care about because they are worthy of the battle. Amen. Your family is worth fighting for. Fight for your family. Fight to keep peace, joy, holiness in your home. Amen. Can you send amen to that? 
Number seven, do better in fulfilling your role in the family. Colossians 3, 18 to 21 gives four instructions. Wives, submit to your husbands as in fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Now, first charge, wives are charged with submission. You know, this is one of the greatest breaking I have in my life. I had to die a thousand deaths and I continue to die. I continue to be broken in this matter. Wives have to learn submission. If you want the marriage to work, the husband, you have to honor that the husband is the head of the family. Next, husbands are charged with sacrificial love. Husbands are to love their Wives, love is the greatest need of a woman. Do not resent your wife. Instead, love her more. Pag ang babae busog sa pagmamahal. No question about submission. Amen. Third, children are charged with obedience. Children, honor your parents. Don't say, honor si tatay, lasinggo man si tatay, sugarol si tatay. The Bible does not say, honor them if they're good, honor them if they're noble. The Bible simply says, honor your parents. And then the Bible says, obey your parents. This is pleasing to the Lord. There is a promise that goes with it, that all may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life. Sino disto? Mga anak, gusto mo mabuhay na matagal. Gusto mo maging successful. Taas ang kamay. Honor your parents. Obey your parents in the Lord. Amen? Praise God. Number four, uh, next, fathers are warned against abuse of authority. So father, please do not embitter, exasperate you. Do not provoke your children. Do not pro Some children rebel because the father's discipline may be too much. Or they are embittered by their fathers. Alright, so those are the roles. So today, be a better mama, be a better husband, be a better child. And with the help and grace of God, you will be amazed at how God can transform your life when you are willing to change. Amen? May I ask the worship team to come? Number eight, impart your faith, train and discipline the children in the ways of God. Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Ephesians 6.4, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. All right. Now, understand this. The greatest responsibility of a Christian parent is to train their child in the ways and the knowledge of God. In other words, you have to impart your faith. The home must be the first church experience of the child. Training must start in the home. Discipline must start in the home. The raising up of the children should not be passed on to the schools, to the churches. But instead, the home must take center stage to train the children. Number nine, welcome the presence of God in your home. Deuteronomy 6, 5 to 9. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commands that I give you today are to be your, on your hearts. Impress them on your children. 
Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hand and bind them on your forehead. Write them on the door frames of your house. So welcome the presence of God through prayer, through grace during mealtimes, through joyful songs, soaking songs in the home, through meditation and quiet time, through family devotions, through God talk. You know, there's a truth to that saying that the family that prays together stays together. So I encourage you, build your families, your home, to be a sanctuary of faith, of hope, of worship, healing, and deliverance. Amen? And number, lastly, number 10, serve the Lord together. Serve the Lord together. Don't just build a happy family. Build a missional family. Joshua 24, 15 says, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So be a family that fulfills the purposes of God, that advances the kingdom of God, meaning you serve the Lord together, you go on mission trips together, you raise up a godly missional family. Amen? Praise God. Are you learning something? As I close, I want you to know, failing families are nothing new. The first family on earth messed up. Adam and Eve, first son, murdered his brother. The first family was marred with jealousy, with intrigue, and betrayal. And I'd like to speak to you today. If you are suffering from family problems, and I know a lot of you here have issues and problems in your family, I'd like you to know you are not alone. You are not alone. Sometimes it's, it's really hard to love. It's hard to love our own families. And you realize that raising a family is not a fairy tale after all. Every person has flaws and so does every family. And maybe your family has let you down or maybe you were the one who let your family down. But I say to you today, the answer is not to rebel. The answer is not to run away. The answer is not to escape. The answer is not to cut off. But the answer is to redeem our families for the Lord. Amen. And I'd like to speak a word of hope to us today. God wants to heal your families. God wants to restore your family. And God wants to rebuild your family. And I say to you, it's not yet too late. It's not yet too late. There is redemption for your family. You understand? God 
is our Redeemer. He takes the ugly parts, the hidden parts, the shameful parts, the painful parts, the secrets of our family history and our scars. He takes all those scars and He creates a beautiful story of redemption. Whoa, listen to this. Ruins can be rebuilt. Relationships can be restored. Love can be renewed. Love can be revived. And I want you to dare to believe that God can redeem your family. Listen, your family deserves a happy ending. Amen. This is the season for family restoration. To restore the fathers, to restore the mothers, to restore the children. And you know, Malachi 4, 6, it says, In the last days, I will turn the heart of the fathers, the parents, towards their children. And I will turn the hearts of the children to their parents. God is doing a restoration work on families. Today is the season where God's heart would beat for their children and the children would long for their fathers this is the season where the prodigals will come home and and once again you will look at your family with love with passion fathers will seek out and long for their children and children will seek out for their fathers God wants to set our hearts right with our families God is giving us a renewed heart a renewed love for the people around us the Lord is releasing a new anointing for a new season for your families and the Lord is releasing upon our families right now the anointing for reconnection the anointing for renewal and the anointing for redemption so don't ever stop praying for people in your family because God is still in the business of transforming hearts and minds and listen even when the situation around you seems to be beyond hope even when your father seems to be beyond hope your children seems to be beyond hope your marriage seems to be beyond hope don't give up because God is still performing miracles every day whoa come on give you God the mighty clap of praise I like to read this quote love your family spend time be kind and serve one another make no room for regrets tomorrow is not promise and today is short friends after this church worships service some of you would need to go home and clean up your mess some of you 
would need to go home and make things right. And I pray that God will give you the grace and the courage to do what is right for the redemption of your family. So as I end, I charge you, I charge you today as you leave this place, go home and love your families better. Amen. Shall we all stand? And I like to call on Pastor Latour to minister to us. Let's come before the Lord in a time of prayer. But before we pray, I just want to encourage everyone there's always hope in God. God will help you. There's hope in Him. But the important thing is we do our part. We do our part. So uh, we really need to humble ourselves. I think too many stories are unsaid. And I think there's too much selfishness that we really need to just come and say, When it comes to relationships in family, usually we see others' faults much more than we see our fault. Usually we, we, we shift the blame. It's just a human nature, selfishness, pride. But we need to come and say, Lord, ako rin. And frankly, we cannot force other people to change. But if we change, then the dynamics begins to change. And, and when we pray, the Lord's power can come and help us. For many of us, it's going to be a long journey. Hindi ito isang sorry lang, tapos magic, ayos na lahat. Minsan, mahabang proseso, pero pwede namang gawin. Kailan lunokin ang pride. And we just have to really ask that for many, this is really impossible, humanly speaking, but the Lord can help us. But we need to say, Lord, ito ang kasalanan ko. Uh, mag, kahit hindi siya magbago, magbabago ako by your help. And hopefully that becomes the seed, sowing and reaping, that will eventually change the family. And as we do this, God willing, we can honor God. Ultimately, our goal is to honor God. If the other person does not respond, that's beyond us. But there's help from God. Nothing is impossible. But so let's do what's right. And let's honor the Lord. Can we close our eyes and pray? And those joining us online, can you also close your eyes where you are? And let us pray. Our Father in heaven, salamat Lord God. If you can raise your hands, that would be good. If that's possible here, face to face, even those online. If not, just close your eyes. Father in heaven, we come to you and we say, God, we need you. Lord, patawarin mo kami, Lord, sa aming mga uh, pagkukulang, aming mga kamalian, Panginoon, aming selfishness, aming pride. Lord, so many times, God, we have been so selfish. Oh, God, forgive us, Lord. And Lord, hindi kami nag-sorry kung kailangan kailangan naman. Lord, hindi kami nag-pray kahit na marami ng problema, Lord. And God, forgive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive us for giving up. Nag-surrender na kami, Lord. Forgive us, God, for saying and declaring and speaking na wala na talaga, Lord. We declare, Lord, those are lies. Lies of Satan. Hindi yung totoo, may pagkasa pa in the name of Jesus. Lord, we will do our part, God. We will do our part. Lord, forgive us for shifting the blame, pointing the finger at others when we are equally guilty. It's some cases even more guilty. So Lord, help us, God. Forgive us, Lord. And we pray, change us, God. Tulungan mo kami, Lord, na paguhin namin ang aming buhay. Whether the other parties respond or don't respond right away, we will do our part. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. 
tulungan pa kami. Holy Spirit, come and empower us. Holy Spirit, give us the grace of God to, to Lord, to do our part, God. Salama, we declare, Lord God, Lord, restoration sa aming family. We declare healing sa aming families. We declare, Lord God, Lord, magkakaayusan kami sa aming mga pamilya, Lord. Mababago pa aming mga pamilya, Lord God. Magiging masaya pa aming mga pamilya, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, yung aming assignment, yung mga kailangan namin gawin, may we not, Lord God, kakanang uh, swing back. Kahit na awkward, grabing paglunok ng pride, may we do that in Jesus' name. And Lord, kay sa mga pamilyang maraming problema, it's gonna be a long journey. It's not gonna be ha- happening in a day or two or a few weeks. It's a long journey, Lord. May give us the grace and the power na hindi kami mapagod at huminto. Lord, give us the help that we need. We will seek the help that we need, God, by your grace to have our families healed and restored. So help us, the Lord, Lord God Almighty, we pray in Jesus' name. Come on, keep praying to the Lord. Patuloy ka mag-pray kay Lord. But right now, I want to address those who have not yet surrendered their lives to God. Kung nandito ka face-to-face or you're joining us online, hindi pa nabigay ang buhay mo kay Lord. Ito pa ang pinaka-importante. Ultimately, it's the foundation. Reconciliation with God is the foundation for everything in life, including family relationships. Kung hindi ka pa na-reconcile kay Lord dahil you're living for yourself, you're not obeying God, you're not honoring the Lord, tinatawag ka ni Lord, balik ka sa akin. Ayusin mo man ang relationship mo sa akin, sabi ni Lord. At tutulungan kita, maayos ulit yung ibang mga bagay. Come before the Lord today, admit your sins, tell Him, God, I'm sorry, I'm a sinner, I've been rebellious, I've been, Lord, selfish, Lord God, and di ako tingiwala sa iyo, I trust in myself, in my religion. Lord, patawarin mo ako, God, and today I want to surrender my life to you. Those joining us online, huwag kang awkward, pray to the Lord. God, I surrender my life to you. Come into my heart, take over my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Ito pa ang napaka-importante. When God is at the center of your life, the power of God can come and anything can be restored. But first, settle that with God. Lord, patawarin mo po kami. We surrender our lives to Jesus. Take over. We make you the Lord and the Savior of our lives. And when you pray that, God will show mercy and God will show grace to you to change your life and make it, give you a brand new start. So Lord, we thank you, God. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen you and fill you with Please stay updated because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you!